on the Mount of Crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide, through the flood gates of God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide, grace and love like mighty rivers, and from above, and heaven's peace and perfect justice, kiss the guilty world in love. Shalom and welcome everybody. I am Catherine Hood of Blood of the Lamb Ministries. It's Monday the 4th of July and this is Mercy Poured Forth. I hope your day is going well. I am so blessed and honoured to be here with you all today. Thank you for joining me. I want to say a special shalom to my dear husband, Lee, to Lee and James Carruthers, Shell, Eileen and Laura Lee, and my mum, Jean Maycock. It's absolutely wonderful to see you all here with me this morning. And just you being there is just a blessing. So thank you so much. So today I'm going to talk to you all about something we all do, and that is worry. And we all worry about different things. Personally, I am a worrier and an overthinker. It's something I think I always have been. I worry if I have said or done something wrong. I worry if I've hurt somebody. I worry that people won't like what I have to say, even if not saying something would hurt me. I have always hated confrontation and for some reason making phone calls. I worry about letting people down. I worry in case I don't get stuff done. I will write and rewrite messages a hundred times because I always think I could probably say that better. I worry about my children. I worry about my husband and my friends and my family. When I was 16, I started working in an office as an administrator for a care company. I would have to answer the phones and make calls on and off all day. This would make my anxiety levels soar. I don't know what it is about making calls, but I still do not like it. It must be the fear of the person on the other end of the phone not liking what you have to say or misunderstanding you because they cannot see your body language. As I have gotten older, I have been trying harder and harder to say how I feel or what I need to say and say it in the most respectful but affirmative way that I can. I am slowly learning how to do this, but this is not something I'm learning for myself. This comes from our father above. He places me continually in situations where I have to say things I would rather not. I find it is the things that make us most uncomfortable that that tends to be the area where Yahweh wants us to be in. Believe it or not, I am not a public speaker. If I could explain to you how I'm feeling on the inside doing this right now, then you would more than understand. I hated it when I was in school and a teacher would ask you to read aloud or give a presentation. As you can see, there's a common theme here. I am not someone who enjoys the public arena, whether that is public speaking or even a personal conversation. However, I recognise myself that all these feelings probably stem from experiences that I had as a child and early adult life. Over the past two years, Yah has had me step out and speak his word. 
It's not something I feel comfortable doing. As I expressed, I am not a public speaker. And although I am not a baby, stepping out and speaking for Yar is not easy. Especially when most of the time it is met with looks of shock or comments about how old you are or look. It was one night when I was worrying about that, that I asked Yar, who am I to speak? Who am I to come out and speak for your kingdom, Yar, and whoever would want to listen to me? And that is when he gave me the verse that Shell read out yesterday. It is from this week's Haftarah, Jeremiah 1, 7 and 8. And Yahuwah said to me, do not say I am a youth, but go to all whom I send you and speak whatever I command you. Do not fear their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, declares Yahuwah. When we are struggling and worrying about something, I can guarantee that there is an answer in yours word. After all, anxiety and worry are all forms of fear. And it is written hundreds of times, do not fear. Throughout my life, I have been through many things and each one has made me realise that little bit more that I should not be worrying. Most things are out of our control. What other people will think of us? What we have the time to get done? How well something will go? What the outcome of something traumatic might be? Life can be swimming along just fine and then out of the blue, something you never expected happens and it turns your life upside down. That has happened to me more times than I would like to tell. The truth of the matter is, only Yah knows how all things will turn out for us. We are going to make mistakes. We will fall short. People won't always like us. Bad things will happen. These things are just a matter and a fact of life and no amount of worry will change any of it. My mum always says, I am not in control, but I am loved by the one who is. And there is no more of a truer statement than that. It is important that we address things as they come along. Burying our heads in the sand out of fear of upsetting someone or something going wrong will only hurt us and others. When your house is a problem, not seeking advice and getting it fixed only results in a bigger and much worse problem. Not addressing something with with a person when they do something that may be hurtful to you or damaging to others will only mean it happens again or other people will get hurt. Their reaction to what you have to say is on them. They might not like it, but there's nothing that we can do to change that. What we can do, though, is say what we have to in the kindest way possible and out of a place of love for other people and ourselves. Mark 12, 31. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. If we do not love ourselves enough to be able to say something is affecting us, hurting us, or does not make us comfortable, how will we be able to show that love and respect to another? Learning to stand for ourselves teaches us to stand for others. Also, before we speak, thinking, how would I like this saying to me if the shoe was on the other foot? Addressing someone how we would like to be addressed is the safest bet and most loving thing that we can do. It may also help us to worry less about the reaction to what we have to say 
as we have said it in the kindest way that we could. I don't think I've quite mastered this practice yet. I'd like to say I'm at the beginning of the journey, but I am learning more and more daily. I know the word tells us be anxious for nothing. In fact, the verse it is contained in is followed by some very telling verses. Philippians 4, 6 onwards. Do not worry at all, but in every matter, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the peace of Elohim, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Messiah Yahushua. For the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there be any uprightness, and if there is any praise, think on these things. Most of the time when we worry, we are thinking about the what ifs and the maybes, things that probably will never happen. And worrying certainly does not change a thing. We can neither control the future or anybody else. What we can control is how we think on a matter and how we react. We can control if we will allow something or someone to steal our joy and peace. Sometimes we will say or do things that are wrong. And when that happens, I think we must examine ourselves, seek the Father and what we And if we have done something wrong, apologise and ask for forgiveness. But we also need to learn that if we handle the matter correctly and someone else is behaving inappropriately, that that is on them and not us. No amount of worry ever made a different outcome. It is the right thing to do to give everything that we do in life, thought and prayer. After all, we will be held accountable for all things. However, it is wrong to live in worry and fear. Worrying about not having enough money or food, worrying about your house, worrying about your job, worrying if someone likes you or not won't change a thing. Prayer will and faith will. Matthew 6, 25 onwards. Because of this, I say unto you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you shall put on. Is life not more than food, and the body more than the clothing? Look at the birds of heaven, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into storehouses, yet your heavenly Father does feed them. Are you not worth more than they are? Which of you, by worrying, is able to add one cubit to his lifespan? So why do you worry about clothing? Note well the lily of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And I say to you that even Solomon in all his esteem was not dressed like one of these. But if Elohim so clothes the grass of the field, which exists today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more, O you of little belief? Do not worry then, what, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For all the nations seek for these, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all. But seek first the reign of Elohim and his righteousness, and all of these shall be added to you. Do not then worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow shall have its own worries. Each day has enough evil 
of itself. The only thing that we should be worrying about, anxious of, and therefore in fear of, is Yah. Do we trust that he is with us in every storm, that he goes before us and behind us, that we have nothing to fear because he will never leave us nor forsake us? In Matthew 10, 28, it is written, And do not fear those who kill the body, but are unable to kill the being, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both being and body. I hope this message has encouraged you all today and has helped you to step out in faith and not fear. To know, as my mum says, you are not in control, but you are loved by the one who is. I hope you will know that as I'm giving you this word, I'm not worrying that myself, I'm so worried, sat right here and anxious, but I know that Yah is with me all the time and I know that he will always love me and protect me and hold my head up high even when inside I could scream. <laughs> so I thank you all for being here with me today and I know it's a shorter one than what Shell would do but this is nerve-wracking. So <laughs> I'm going to ask that everybody join Shell later on today for Heart of, um, on Heart of the Tribe for reports from under the desk where she'll be speaking with my dear friends and brother and sister, Lee and James Carruthers, about a new presentation that they are going to be bringing called Between the River and the Ravens. And also, I hope everybody can check out Mercy Port Forth tomorrow. I believe it will be Shell taking the reins again, which I'm sure will be a relief. <laughs> and um, all the other different shows we've got coming this week, it should be fantastic. So I thank you all for listening. Shalom, everybody. Yah bless and keep you always. Make his face to shine upon you and be with you. Shalom. On the mount of crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above and heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the gift